This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. So we came out of the uh, the Christmas break. Carolina just, I guess, maybe rediscovered their game, or as we bring in Luke Takat from the News and Observer, did their power play just go to another level? I mean, the power play is part of it. And if you talk to the players, they'll say, oh, you know, we, we got back to our team game and, you know, we're, we're executing on the power play. But the, the reality is, and Rod Brindamore will say this if you ask him, Pierre Kachukov is playing better. Yeah. And he's not giving up terrible goals. And that's all it is. It's the same in the regular season as it is in the playoffs. It's just not as magnified. Games are decided by special teams and goaltending. And when your goalie's not giving up incredibly how, bad howler goals and your power play's clicking along at 40%, you're going to go 6-1-3 and three coming off of that disastrous trip through Western Canada. And on top of that, they should be better than 6-1-3 and three because both Kachekov and Ranta, Ranta could be a little better, although Ranta has the win in his return. Uh, the reality is the Hurricanes are going to go as far as their goaltending takes them. If the power play keeps clicking at 40%, that's going to be very far. Yes, 41.7% in the last 10 games, 15 out of 36, eight for their last 17 in the last four. It has been uh, a heater that I don't believe we have seen since 2006 here. Luke DeCock is joining us here. The funny thing is about in terms of we, we are finally getting back to their game, the numbers say otherwise. The, you know, normally the possession metrics really favor Carolina. They really haven't. In this, uh, in the three games coming out of Christmas, uh, they were uh, they were underwater in terms of possession against Toronto. They were just barely over it in games against Montreal and Nashville. So it really has been special teams and goaltending. And if you look at Kachetkov, uh, who is uh, what is he five one and two in his last eight starts, and that includes the debacle against the Islanders here, uh, he has been phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I think he's been, I think he's been good. Uh, I think that the key for him is he's just got to not let in the goals he let in uh, out west, and 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 part of that may have been Freddie's hurt. We all knew that Antti Ranta was struggling at that point. You know, Kachekov may have just put too much pressure on himself at that point in time, and is now relaxed a little bit and is just sort of playing the game that we saw from him last year. Uh, that you know that 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 he can play. He doesn't have to be great for the Hurricanes to win. He just has to be yeah. not terrible. <laughs> and that sounds like not a lot to ask of a goalie, but it's the same problem the Oilers have had, the same problem the Leafs have had, it's the same problem the Devils have had. There are a lot of would-be Stanley Cup contenders who are going through this right now. And, you know, that's one reason why the Hurricanes haven't made a trade. There are many reasons why the Hurricanes haven't made a trade. Uh, but letting Pyotr Kachekov figure some of this out and play through it uh, is is their best option because, one, they're going to need him at some point, whether it's this year or next year or the, the, the foreseeable future. But, two, uh, they're not in a position like the Oilers were in where things have gone irretrievably wrong, and they were always just one good streak away from getting back to where they're supposed to be. And with the win over the Rangers tonight, uh, they'll feel pretty good about things, I think. Yeah, the, the Rangers, by the way, you know, we talk about Carolina's power play. Luke Takak is joining us here from the News and Observer, and the Hurricanes are in New York, second meeting against the Rangers tonight. Um, but the Rangers have have only eight games all year 
where they have not registered a power play goal. Carolina's biggest asset right now is probably the penalty kill, and this will be a huge test for them. Yeah, I mean, we talk about special teams and goaltending. I mean, that's literally all the Rangers have, um, and it works very well for them. It has for some time. But, uh, you know, I, I think there's the, we've reached the message-sending point in the season. We are on the downslope now, and the Hurricanes need to start sending the message to some of these other would-be contenders that they are the team they've been the past couple of years. And, you know, I don't mean sending messages like fighting. I just right. mean get out there and outplay them and show that you're the better team. I think the Hurricanes are, despite what the records say, are a better team than the Rangers, which is a, you know, a very two-dimensional team. I think the Hurricanes have more dimension to their play when they're on their game. And this is really a chance to say, hey, we may not have gotten off to a good start and we may not have the goaltending that you do, but we can go into your building, a building that has not been kind to the Hurricanes over the years, and outplay you. And I, I think that's out there for the Hurricanes tonight. Luke DeCock is joining us here. What do you make of the the re-deployment uh, of the SAT line? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, I mean, it's worked, which has always been the problem in the past because everyone's clamored for it. It's never produced. I mean, you know, Sebastian Ajo being first star of the, of the week um, doesn't sound like that big a deal until you realize it hasn't happened for a Hurricanes player since November of 2017. And I got to be honest with you, Adam. I don't feel like the Hurricanes have been a bad team since the 2017-18 season. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's, 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 it's a measure, I think, you know, one, the Hurricanes, among other things that they needed in early December, they needed Sebastian Ajo and Andre Svechnikov to get hot. And I don't know that Sebastian Ajo can maintain a 3.7 points per game pace over the rest of the year. Right. Although we joked with Rod Brindamore yesterday that, hey, isn't this just kind of what you expect of him anyway? And Brindamore... Not seeing the humor in it at all, said yes, <laughs> uh, which is which is funny. Um, but also Andre Svechnikov getting on track. He hasn't been the same player. We all know that. Uh, but but it, it, we're starting to get close to a year since the injury now. You would expect him to start to play with a little more freedom, a little more confidence, and get some of that touchback. For a guy who shoots the puck as hard and as carefully placed as he does, there's always going to be those very fine margins of, missing the post or hitting the post or picking a corner. Um, that's something that takes fine motor skills that, you know, can uh, uh, atrophy a little bit on you when you're not doing it every day at that level. So the fact that Andre Svechnikov has started scoring again, um, I, I think is a positive sign. And as Brenda Moore said, look, you notice when he's on the ice, yep. it hurts us when he's not on the ice, even when he's not scoring because of the things he does. But the Hurricanes aren't built to be a successful team with Andre Svechnikov scoring 12 to 15 goals. They need him to take the next step in his career, mm-hmm. put this injury behind him, and be a 30 plus 40 goal scorer for that for, to really reach the potential that that they believe they have. There is no question. By the way, the production of those two, Ajo's got 11 points in three, but he's got seven goals, 13 assists in his last 10. 
Uh, Andre, since coming back from the latest injury, uh, five goals, five assists in those six games. Uh, a lot of their production, by the way, has come on the power play. But as a line, uh, Ajo, Svechnikov, and Teravainen have been better than they have ever been in terms of production uh, based on how many minutes. We've also seen too many uh, too many special teams minutes, so we haven't seen them a ton together. Let me get a couple of quick things in before we let Luke DeCock go. How much of Carolina's better play of late can we say the emergence of Jack Drury as maybe Carolina's third best center right now has something to do with yeah, I mean, I think that, that certainly helped. And he was a guy who, you know, I think was holding them back a little bit at the start of the year um, just because they needed someone in that role who was more productive. And, and they've had productive players in that role over the years. But he's obviously a player who has some skill. And that, you know, you're kind of waiting for it to materialize at the NHL level. Was this going to be a guy who could contribute at the NHL level or be a guy who was, you know, an AHL Hall of Famer and score a ton down there? And, and I don't mean that facetiously. I mean, there are guys who can produce at the NHL level, and there are guys who can produce very well at the AHL level and make a good living doing it. And I think that the jury, well, probably still out a little bit on jury, but he certainly pushed the needle more to the NHL side of things, and that's helped a lot. The the Hurricanes have to be balanced. They are not a one-line team, and especially with the amount of ice time that that Jordan Stahl and Jesper Foss, when he's healthy, and, and Jordan Martinuk get, uh, they need the other lines to contribute because that line may generate a lot of chances and it may stop the opponents from scoring, but it's just never going to score that much. Right. So you do need contributions from your fourth line. And the Hurricanes, you know, obviously Stephen Nason has played all over the lineup, but in the end, on the depth chart, he is, you know, one of your 10, 11, 12 forwards. He's done his job. I mean, above, he's, he's in the top 20 in the NHL in terms of value above replacement value, which is insane when you think about it. Um, and Jack Drury has actually played a little bit of a role there in terms of a rising tide lifting all boats. But, yes, I, I, the balance is key, and if it wasn't going to be Drury, it was going to have to be someone else. The fact that Drury has kind of stepped up and started producing, driving play, um, being a reliable center, all of those things are positive signs. Luke DeCock, before we let you go, the value of Seth Jarvis beyond what he brings on the ice is what? I think he's got a little bit of a a young Ray Whitney in him. He's got that sort of loose cannon personality. Uh, will say anything sense of humor, uh, you know, will, will portray himself perhaps as less intelligent than he actually is sometimes to get a laugh and have the sort of comedic confidence to do that. Yep. Um, you need those guys in your room. Jordan Martinuk does that in a different way. Um, you know, he's Jordan Martinuk is more of a rah rah guy, but Seth Jarvis, I think, as he gets older and more confident and feels his place in the room more securely, is going to be more of a needler. And man, you know, the good teams they've got a guy who can deflate the pressure and and uh turn a, a dark room bright uh, with the ability to needle a teammate. Ray Whitney did that expertly on the 2016 and he wasn't the only one I had a locker room full of veteran guys yeah. uh, who knew how to deflate a teammate's ego with an offhand comment but I think Seth Jarvis is going to get there and I think that's that's his personality and we're seeing more and more of it his personality is an asset as well no question about it that the uh, the comments after the game in Toronto were next level funny uh Luke I appreciate your time man I'll see you at the rink later in the week all right take care Izzy. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? 
The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today. That's jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. 